Welcome to BCP Unfiltered. Let's get into the full unfiltered news that I couldn't cover like I wanted to on YouTube earlier today. Welcome all, big hug from all of us here at BCP Media Studios. Here is a statement from President Trump yesterday. Let's really, really dig into this. The New York Times said today in a major article, segments featuring Fox's own reporters consistently drew lower ratings, especially if they were covering stories the audience deemed unfavorable to Mr. Trump. Look, even the New York Times knows that President Trump is the actual leader of the Republican Party, the conservative movement, MAGA, America First, and Smart Policy, and conservative ideals that the Republican Party supposedly espouses. Now, I've alluded to this, uh, I've referenced this before, the great book, it's called The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by Dr. C, uh, Dr. John C. Maxwell, talks about that there's positional leadership. I don't know if that's the exact term he uses. I haven't read the book in a few years. Probably should read it. It's been about four or five years. I try to read it often. But he talks about there's real leadership and there's positional leadership. So in a, in a company, they may be someone who's elevated because of, you know, ass kissery or because of seniority to a position, a manager position. They may have the title, but they may be someone actually more influential within the organization who actually gets things done and people follow. That's the true leader, not the positional leader. And that's what we have. Mitch McConnell doesn't lead uh, uh, Republican voters. Matter of fact, Republican voters don't like Mitch McConnell. We can't stand him. We know he's part of the problem. Same thing with Kevin McCarthy and a whole bunch of uh, other folks, okay? President Trump is the true uh, leader of the party. And when Fox News tries to be moderate or tries to play to the establishment, Republican voters who are the viewers, by and large, of Fox News aren't falling for it and they're tuning out. The primary thing they don't want to talk about is the 2020 rigged election. Exactly. Everyone knows, everybody knows that Donald John Trump won the election of 2020, that we have a rigged election. We had a rigged election in 2020, that Joe Biden is not the legitimate winner. And okay, if you don't believe that, then how come we don't just have trials? How come we don't have audits? How come we don't have recounts? How come every time the truth is trying to be exposed or put out there, it's stymied, blocked, a chicane gets put in, or it's otherwise hidden or suppressed, or you're thrown in jail for 15 months as an enemy of the state, as an insurrectionist? How can we just can't put it all out there and discuss the anomalies that we've seen? Okay, let's just let's just assume, let's play devil's advocate that the 2020 election isn't rigged. You can't hide behind the fact that the courts have upheld that. No, the courts have ho have heard no cases. They've dismissed the cases on uh, on BS things like process or you don't have the standing to, to do it, uh, to bring the case. All right? It hasn't been heard. And viewers know that it was rigged and stolen. They're seeing uh, Joe Biden ruin this country and they want to talk about the rigged election. They want that to be discussed and Fox won't talk about it. So people are tuning out. It's all about that from the laptop from hell to the ballot harvesting scandal to Zuckerberg Facebook unlocked boxes, of course, having to do with the rigged election. Ballot harving, harvesting have to do with rigged election. Laptop from hell story being suppressed having to do with the rigged election. The most important thing they have ever do, uh, done, that's because one subject I don't want to talk about, it was too corrupt. It, it's now been proven and they just want to skate by. They just don't 
They just want this subject to end. Fox does not want to talk about the rigged election. They just want this too shall pass and then everything will be back to normal and we can just talk about other things. Then President Trump, as we discussed this morning, Mitch McConnell and his rhino friends would rather see a Democrat like Biden in than President Trump. And President Trump is right. When a, a thief robs a jewelry store and gets caught, you give it back the jewelry. Biden has been caught. The, president, the presidency should be given back to President Trump. Or, I know a lot of people don't like this idea. A lot of people don't like this idea. But this is how you go down in the history books as a free and fair election. We know that President Trump won. He won. It was rigged. But when something is rigged, you can't always prove who it was. It would have been for, right? At, especially at this point, a year, more than a year has passed. Going on a year and a half has a year and a half has passed since the election. Excuse me, not it's been a year. A year and a half has passed. A lot of things have been destroyed. The fair and right thing would be to recall either one of two things: recall electors and then assign new electors. Or that would still go down in the, in the history books. Okay, yeah, they proved that it was uh, that there was a lot of anomalies. But did President Trump really win? You have a new election, and you have it like uh, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn wanted uh, to have it uh, public, administered by the military. One paper vote, one person, one day. That's it. No mail-in ballots. No uh, none of that shenanigans. No internet voting. No machines. Live broadcast around the country so we can see and it can be audited on video out in the open, transparent. That's how it should be done. And then at the end, they'll find that, oh, yep, it was stolen. Let's give it back to its rightful owner, the rightful winner, Donald John Trump. And he's right. Here he goes. When a thief robs a jewelry store and gets caught, they have to give back the jewelry. Think of it. The election was rigged and stolen. We found out how. The Republican leadership doesn't want to do, doesn't want, doesn't want anything. The Republican leadership doesn't want to do anything about it because they were in on it. Mitch McConnell, uh, Ken McCarthy wanted to tell President Trump to just resign before his term was even up. Kevin McCarthy, part of the problem, he didn't want President Trump to run again. Now, President Trump is being nice to Kevin McCarthy, but he knows what's up. He'll dump him later or expose him later or crush him later. He sure as hell better accept Matt Gates. I'm not telling President Trump to do, but I will be sorely disappointed and considered an ego trip if President Trump doesn't accept the, nom uh, the, the, the nomination for Speaker of the House when Matt Gates presents it. They're not going to overturn the 2022 election unless there's a revolution. It's not going to happen. The corrupt people aren't going to. They're going to go down lying to the last minute. The, the, the whole system is corrupt, right? It needs to be rebooted. The only way we reboot it, honestly, is if we have another 1776. I don't see anyone out there doing it. Hey, guess what? I'm going to be transparent. Me included. Me included. You can put me uh, in, in that list of people who or want someone else to do it. I'm doing my part. I'm writing. I'm writing out there. The British are coming. The British are coming. The food crisis is coming. A new variant they're going to unleash on us as a bioweapon is coming. I'm doing my Paul Revere ride. I feel like I'm doing my part, but I'm not going to lead a revolution. I'm not that guy. But I don't see how we expect the crooks to un criminalize themselves and fix a system. You can't fix a system with the same problem that created the problem. The solution is not the same problem. 
I'm just saying, folks, I'm just calling it like it is. I'm just being totally honest and transparent here. This is where, where we're at. President Trump is not going to be installed this year in 2022. I know there's some people hold out hope or think that he's really still in charge. He's really the president. And all this is for us to see how bad it is. Oh, so we have to starve to see how bad Marxism is? We have to be subject to Marxism to see how bad it is? We have to be starved like like Mao did to know that Mao was evil? We have to be raped and killed to know that murderers and rapists are bad people? It, 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 I, I don't buy that. That is false. President Trump won't be installed and the best thing he could do to help the nation, I think would be at this point, except the Speaker of the House, definitely block Kevin McCarthy from being in there, at least being there long enough to work with Congress to put someone like a Jim Jordan or a Matt Gates in. And I like Matt Gates. He seems a little power hungry as well. I, I, I wouldn't doubt Matt Gates maybe has future presidential aspirations. Nothing wrong with that necessarily. I hope that that happens and that President Trump accepts it. But he's right. The election was rigged and stolen. We found out how and the Republican leadership doesn't want to do anything about it because they're part of the problem. They say, sir, you're winning on a landslide, both against Republican and Democrats. Think to the future. Think to the future. In other words, 2024. So they can rig 2022 and 2024 again. We got to fix 2020. And guess, yes, we can multitask. We've got to win 2022, but we need to fix 2020 as well. It's not one or the other. It's not digital. It's not, you know, this uh, this this uh, polar thing, black black or white. We are human beings. We are capable of multitasking. We can work on 2022 and fight for 2020 at the same time. You can never think of the future until we solve the past because it would just happen again. In other words, they'll rig again. If we don't fix 2020, they'll rig 2022 and 2024. They're already trying to do it. I covered it on YouTube earlier today. Unleashing a plague, another variant, or at least they're hinting another variant, or at least using the threat of fear of another variant to keep us locked in. We got George Soros putting his own money in the Wisconsin Democrat Party. They're going to do the same thing they did again because there's been no consequences. Why would the Democrats and the Marxists not steal the elections, the midterm elections of 2022 and 2024, if they had a guy that was in his basement, didn't campaign, had a dozen people come out. Everyone hated him. His own party didn't want him. They had to knock everyone out to make him rise to the top of his primary so he can take on President Trump. And then they rigged it for him. And there's been no consequences, no freaking consequences. How do we expect that they're not going to try it again in 2022 and 24? They're expecting to get away with it. They got away with the biggest one in 2020. Why wouldn't they get away with a couple midterm things here and again in 2024? We've proven that we, and I throw myself in there, folks. I am throwing myself in there. We're proven, we've proven that we are going to put up with it. Our founding fathers sure as hell would not put up with this. We would have had 1776 part two. There would be blood in the streets and there would be a revolution and there would be a takedown. But we are comfortable. I'm considering, I'm talking to myself as well. I'm comfortable. I like not being in jail. I like eating food and not being in solitary confinement for 22 to 24 hours. I like working and all the things they're doing to keep us from doing 
what probably is necessary to take down this entire crooked regime. I'm not talking about the Biden regime. I'm talking about the whole damn system, which is corrupt to the core. Sorry, folks, if I'm not giving you warm fuzzies on this Monday. I'm just telling you like it is. And we're basing this on what President Trump is talking about. It'll just happen again. We don't fix it. It'll just happen again. Now, I will be a lot more optimistic if we fix 2020. If we can get at least one state, Wisconsin or Arizona. Arizona has tons of patriots and they haven't done it yet. Why hasn't the legislature of Arizona just gone go ahead and recall the electors? Or decertified? Why hasn't Wisconsin done it? They want to do it. Why don't they just go ahead and do it? So even the patriots that have the power to do it aren't doing it even though they have our blessing to do so. Are we re- are we really to have confidence that there's some plan in the works. Just wait, BCP. Just wait. By the end of summer, Trump will be back. Yeah, based on what? Trump is saying right here himself. Let's listen to Trump himself, okay? Saying that if we don't fix 2020, it'll happen again. And no confidence in, in Republican leadership. President Trump doesn't have confidence in Republican leadership, but you have confidence it's going to happen? How is that going to happen exactly? I'm not talking to you or single out anybody in the community. I'm just talking about, in general, those who have that misplaced idea. We can't, folks. It's on us. And we've got to start local. Let's make sure that we don't have the Marxists in locally, in our municipalities, city, county, state. We can multitask, folks. We can work on multiple things at the same time. I don't know. It's just a country we have to save. Just, uh, we just want to make sure that our children and grandchildren can survive. Now, I'm in the thick of this fight. I've, I've, I'm all in. Because they know me. You don't know my real name. Most of you. You don't know that my name is James XXXXX the third. But they do. They know who my wife is. They know who my children are. They know who my parents are. They know who my siblings are and their children and my in-laws and their children and their children's children. And they will go after them. So I'm invested. I'm on a blacklist. I'm on a blacklist. Not because of this. Because of this. We've got to fix 2020 or the Marxists will take over and I am doomed and my family is doomed and you are too. This new Ministry of Truth, they are now legitimizing through the Department of Homeland Security, tracking the, they've been tracking it already, but now they can crack down on the misinformants, those who are not down with the Ministry of Truth's propaganda. I'm taking this upon myself so you can see that this is real for me. But it's real for you as well, folks. It is real for all of us. With this new ministry of truth. President Trump continues. Everybody go out and study True the Vote and all the information about illegal ballot harvesting. Millions of votes. That's coming out next week. And also check out Dinesh D'Souza's documentary, 2000 Mules, about this scam. 
you'll come away a different person and say to yourself that our country's elections are run worse than those of a third world nation. Yeah, third world nations have one person, one vote, voter ID, paper voting, no machines. As far as their system, it's a lot better than ours. Of course, they have other ways of doing it, like, you know, forcing people to vote on that one paper, that one vote, that one uh, uh, paper vote in the box, or stealing boxes or stuffing boxes. We have all of that, plus the machines, the rigged machines. Here we go, folks. George Soros dumping $750,000 into the Wisconsin midterms. Just want, just want you to see this here. Want you to see this right here. This is T, uh, Transparency USA, Total Donations, Democratic Party of Wisconsin, George Soros, $750,000. You see it for yourselves. But let's not forget that Megan Wolf, Megan Wolf, is the WEC, WEC administrator, the Wisconsin Election Commission. And she's also uh, chair of ERIC, the electronic. What's this? Uh, the Electronic Registration Information Center for Voting, chair of the 2021-2022 board members, Megan Wolf, administrator for the Wisconsin Elections Committee. Right there before her face, George Soros is buying the rigging of the Wisconsin elections, and I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm showing it to you, folks. I'm bringing the receipts. There you go. It's right there. Eric showing that the board member chair is Megan Wolf. And she also is the WEC chair. And then as I covered this morning, we've got Burke saying that uh, we're going to have another summer surge. Because natural immunity and immunity is uh, waning right in time for the midterm elections. And then the left is going crazy because Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter, excuse me, has bought Twitter and is going to make it free speech again. They must control the narrative. Here's a freak out on CNN. No, I think there's a bigger problem that when we focus on the personalities of people like Elon Musk and people say, oh, I think Elon's thinking this or that. There's a bigger problem here about how we are going to control the channels of communication mm -hmm. in this country. No shame in David's game there. We need to control the communications in this country. We can't have free speech. We can't have Elon Musk out there. Absolutely ridiculous. Naked, naked Marxism right before our eyes. This is dangerous. We can't think anymore in this country. We don't have people. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We don't have people in Congress who can make regulations that can make it work. I think we can look to the Western countries in Europe for how they are trying to limit it. But you need, you need controls on this. You need regulation. You cannot let these guys control discourse in this country or we are headed to hell. We are there. Trump opened the gates to hell and now they're chasing us. All right, so Biden, Mayorkas with their Jackowitz, uh Minister of Truth, with the uh, disinformation board, governance board over at the Department of Homeland Security, as if the truth hasn't already been suppressed. Can I talk about this on YouTube? No. Can you talk about it on Twitter? No. Can you talk about it on Facebook? No. And he's worried about having to control the channels of communication. It's already being controlled. For instance, the great Steve Bannon, the great Steve Bannon, 
had true the vote on. Uh, let's let's go back. Let's circle back. Let's end where we started. Kathleen Engelberg of True the Vote was on Steve Bannon's War Room show the other day. And she brought receipts. I brought you receipts in Wisconsin. She brought receipts. She is the uh, uh, the star or she's one of the key people uh, in the 2000 Mules movie, Dinesh D'Souza. I am going to see it as soon as it's uh, anywhere near me. Uh, I'll let you guys know. So maybe we can do a meetup this next week or this week when I go see it. Not promising, but if I do, I'll announce it so we can uh, we can gather and enjoy this film. I've, I've seen uh, several of Dinesh D'Souza's films when they've been limited release uh, in theaters. One time driving from northern San Diego County all the way, I think, to like Riverside or San Bernardino to see it, to see a, a showing. We'll, we'll do it. We'll, we'll, I'll look and see where it's at, let you guys know. So those of you in Southern California want to enjoy the same showing I'm uh, enjoying, that would be fun. But here's uh, Catherine Engelbrecht uh, again of True the Vote on Steve Bannon. Here are some receipts. Okay, I want to bring in Catherine Engelbrook. And Catherine Engelbrook, a very unique individual. She's been at this for many, many years. And she's been warning, she's been warning people about the situation with voter integrity and all that. And she's been doing great work. First, I think it was the King Street Patriots, one of the first Tea Party groups, and then True the Vote. Catherine, uh, you've got some disturbing video. It doesn't have sound to her, so we're going to watch some as you walk us through it. This really shows you it by, by, by both data and video exactly it happening it is the hardcore receipt now the reason why steve bannon says they bring the video and the data is because they used pinging data and phone cell cell phone data to find these people communicating and what have you where they were and who they are but let's look at some of these uh this video speaking of seeing the video um i didn't buy tickets for 2000 mules because i didn't expect to be in the country i think i've mentioned before that my wife made a uh a trip to mexico um, she's back, but she's going again. I was supposed to go with her, but I want her to extend her trip and do a lot more things than I want to go and do because I've got this program to take care of and also our YouTube programming. So, um, she's going to be with my kids over there and uh, well, half of my kids over there. So now that I'm looking at the showtimes, what I ha I'm seeing that the ones closest to me, um, are sold out and there's some that are not too far from me. Uh, that I could go and see, but I'm not sure I really want to go to LA, crazy LA, um, to catch the uh, to catch the the show. So I just said a little while ago that uh, I'd go anywhere. I mean, I'm seeing here uh, Los Angeles is playing uh, on a couple places. Funny, I haven't sold out. They sold out almost every other place uh, in Southern California. Uh, like you know, Orange is sold out. Uh, Ontario and the Inland Empire is sold out. San Diego is sold out. Uh, I was like, oh, it'd be nice to go see it uh, in La Jolla, sold out. So kind of gives an idea. San Diego is uh, is, is, is really uh, coming around. Uh, but LA, even up in uh, LA, well, I like to say Torrance, Thousand Oaks are sold out. So I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll go up all the way up to the high desert to catch it. And Victorville, probably a little safer uh, red place than uh, than catching it with a whole bunch of crazies outside the theater in Los Angeles. So I don't know, folks. I don't know. 
maybe I will just do the uh, virtual premiere and watch it from the safety and comfort of my home. Haven't decided yet. Let's get back to uh, Catherine uh, Engelbrecht. She's going to be showing us here uh, this guy. Now, let me let me explain uh, a couple things before we see this. Is as I've showed you footage before, these people were getting paid like ten dollars a ballot or whatever the case may be, and they had to show the ballots, them putting the ballots in and taking pictures of them doing the ballots. Well, this guy screwed up, and we uh, we see what he what he's doing here to correct himself. But once again, we're seeing that this is an operation paid operatives to ballot harvest and drop off ballots. So just wanted to mention that that people were supposed to uh, show take pictures of the ballots and or them delivering the ballots to get paid. This guy forget to, forgets to do it, but gives uh, really good footage here of what's going on. So we have thousands of images like what you're seeing here. I mean, if you want to take a look at what this guy's doing, he deposited his ballots out of his backpack and then he started to bike off in the dead of night and he realized, doggone it, I messed up. I did not take a picture of myself doing that and now I've got to go back and you'll see it here in a second. He's looking around. He's, this is, he's already come back. He's already put the ballots in the box. And now he's got to take his picture. He, he's got to take his picture to get paid, right? That's, he's got, he's, got, That's he's right. got to show proof. He's proof to his to the guys paying him. Now, they were so thorough. They even caught people ballot harvesting and absolute signs that they were trying not to get caught, that these people know they were doing the wrong thing, that they were committing a crime. Check this out. This one really took a lot. I mean, you got to think of the man hours and the manpower and the attentiveness to catch things like what we're about to see right here. Now, this is, I want to stop here and just tell you about this one real quick, because this is something you see kind of missed it. It goes so quickly on these videos. This is a mule that if you if you watch what they did, what he did when he first walked up, he pulled his shirt sleeve down over his hand to put the ballots into the box. It's this kind of stuff that you have to watch. And I mean, the 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 effort it took to mine through this video and my partner, Greg Phillips, led a team of 12 analysts. OK, watch. We back it up. Back it up. Watch how he. OK, you're good there. Now move it forward. You see how they, how she pulled her, or I don't know if it's he or she, frankly, pulled it down over her hand. It's that kind of little detail. BCP, you're being ridiculous. This is not about trying to ballot harvest and not get caught. It's COVID. People didn't want to get COVID by touching the, uh, the, the handles and things, you know, because they want to get COVID. Check this out, folks. This is, this is the, this is a kind of detail that as a far, a former, um, auditor and person looking for fraud when I worked for, uh, Arthur Anderson. This is the type of level of detail, the granularity that, that you need to find crimes. This is uh, this is good. Check this out. We're going to end with this. Now, of course, we see people wearing surgical gloves. We see people taking pictures to get paid. It's as though there are um, in these insurgencies different different uh, directives given, and then there's slightly different directives given jurisdiction to jurisdiction, state to state. But then you have some commonalities. For example. What happened in Arizona, there were indictments that were handed down to people that were ballot trafficking based, and the, and the way they got them was based on fingerprints on the ballot. Well, the following day, the jurisdictions were made, I mean, the, uh, the um, indictments were made public uh, mid-December. The following day, 
we start to see in the Georgia video, people wearing up, showing up wearing surgical gloves. They didn't think they'd get caught. They are getting caught. There has been no consequences yet. Hopefully there will be. Hopefully there'll be. Um, I, I think I want to see this in the theater. I'm going to I'm going to find a theater to see this. And I'm, I'm saying that don't hold me to it uh, to see it. And even if I have to go up to uh, L.A. to see it, maybe I might do it more incognito. I don't know. But I, I, I want the theaters to be packed. I want them. I want the, the theater owners to see that we're not just going to sit home and watch this movie. We want to support this thing. So I'm going to I'm going to go see it somewhere in Southern California. I'm planning to at least um, don't know if I'll announce it, but I will see it. And if I don't announce where I'm going to be, some people will end up seeing me. Uh, that'll be that. And uh, we'll report on it. I don't think I can wait till May 7th. I want to see it. Uh, I'd like to see it today. Don't know if I can make it happen today, but maybe. Stay tuned. You'll find out if I saw it today or if I'm waiting until uh, Wednesday to see it. But you'll have to check back tomorrow. Ciao, goodbye, God bless. Big hug to all of y'all. Thanks for your support. All right, I don't think I'm going to be able to see this. I'm looking um, at a couple of these. It says buy tickets. Like you see here, it says sold out. And you buy tickets, like let's say this one, uh, all the way out uh, in the uh, desert, like going out toward Palm Springs. And then you choose a date and it's sold out. So it's even showing up on this thing as being available. But then when you actually click on it, it's uh they're sold out so let's see if i can actually even see this uh today i'd have to see it today the second because uh when the show is uh showing again on the fourth i will actually be taking my wa- my wife and kids to the airport uh for them to leave the country so maybe i won't be seeing this stay tuned till tomorrow i'll have an update Power!